<coughs> There's something very special about Shavuos. Besides the fact that it's Shavuos and it's Matan Torah, which is very special for sure. But there's something very problematic about Shavuos, which we have to um, understand before we, before we talk about Shavuos. <coughs> Historically speaking, you know that I'm just got the Torah on Shavuos on the sixth day of, of Sivan, some say the seventh day of Sivan, whatever is Shavuos is the fiftieth day of, of Sphere Soimer. But on Kapana, we, we we assume that Am Yisrael got Terah and Shavuos. That's my mother, But the Ma'as of the Terah of Shavuos we lost. As you know, that the original Terah that we got on Shavuos was the Luchas Rishas, the first tablet. And the Jewish people reached uh, a greatness which was an analogy of Odom Rishon Lefneachet. In English they call it Paramount Man, huh? How is other vision, huh? Other vision, the Paramount Man. In other, huh? In other words, <coughs> after Matan Torah, the original Matan Torah, we had Luchas, and the capacity of these Luchas was that we knew the Torah with the completeness. There was no such thing as forgetting. The whole issue of forgetting didn't exist. And the whole issue of death was uprooted from the Jewish people. <coughs> and Paskazua Mosam, the whole natural attachment to, to anything which is unclean or anything which is not, not, not pure and close to Hashem, was completely disattached from them. And they reached an epitome of, of angels and more than angels, whatever it was. Like Odom Arish Lefneachet. And then, and that was the capacity of the Lucha Yisrishan, of, of the original Torah. And then the Jewish people made the eagle and they destroyed everything. And the eagle is a very strong parallel, a very strong marshal, a very strong analogy to the Eitz Hadas. What Ottoman Rishon in person did by eating the Eitz Hadas, tree of, uh, tree of knowledge, and he lost all his greatness, that's what the Jewish people did by making the eagle. And Hashem wanted to destroy the Jewish people, and Moshe Benu gave away his life to the Jewish people, and Hashem said, Salachti Kippurecha. Hashem forgave the Jewish people, and gave us the second Luchas. And the second Luchas we got on Yom Kippur. And the Torah is completely different after the second Luchas than it was in the first Luchas. We have to toil in Torah, we, we learn and forget. It doesn't have the clarity, and we and the person has, has 80 years to live, or 100 years to live, or 120 years to live, but he's going to die. It's a completely different quality of Torah. It's a completely different story. So actually, when we talk about the giving of Torah, the Torah was given to us twice. The first time on Shavuos, and the second time on Yom Kippur. Now, the question is, so when we celebrate the giving of the Torah, why do we celebrate Shavuos? We lost Shavuos. Shavuos was broken. We broke the Shavuos. We lost the Shavuos. The greatness of Shavuos we don't have. So why do we say that Shavuos that they have given terror? Well, for sure, I mean, historically speaking, it was like that. But that's not what we're living. Our terror is in Kippur terror. Our terror is not Shavuos terror. Everyone understand the question? The answer is... <coughs> The answer is, there's a rule in, in spirituality, a very rule, very important rule, which has no exceptions. That when a person or any phenomena gets a certain greatness and loses the greatness, even he who loses the, the essence of the greatness and the, the, the strength of the greatness, but not the impression of the greatness. In other words, even if the even if the, the, the real the, the beauties of, of Shavuos that we got originally, that greatness we lost, but it's still within us the impression of the original Matan Torah. <coughs> we still have the impression of the original Matan Torah. We lost it, but we didn't lose it completely. It's still there's still a a certain quality of greatness in the Jewish people that that <clears throat> that still has the impression of the first of the first luchas. 
I'll bring you many, many examples of this. For instance, when a baby is, is in pre- when, a, when, a, when a baby is in pregnancy in the mother, he learns the whole Torah. Everyone knows that. And then when he, then when he's born, he loses the Torah. He forgets. So the question is, why did you teach him in the first place? And the answer is, he, he forgets, but the impression is there. If it wouldn't be for that original impression, he would not be able to learn Torah. Torah would be too much for, for a human being in our mundane world. So in a pure world, in a pure world of which, which, which pregnancy is, that's not the, that's not, it's a whole issue. What is what world that is called the original, it's the original world that a person learns Torah with purity. And then he learns Torah, and you know he forgets the Torah, but the impression of the Torah is there. And there are many other examples of that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mashiach well, comes, we'll get it back here. Yeah. Well, this 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 is not this is not a rule. In other words, what a person learns when, when when before he's born, if he doesn't if he doesn't do it in this world, he's not going to get it back again. That's what he's here for to get it back again. But if you waste your time, you're not going to get it. It's lost forever. So, what we're going to explain it today is like is like this. So, so this is this is this is a very important introduction. That what really the greatness that Shavuos expresses is way, really way above us. It's really way above us. So, what we're going to try this morning to explain is what exactly is the greatness we have to acquire for Shavuos. And. Even before I, before I try to explain that, I already, I already, <laughs> you know, I already put in, put in the, the problem, that's way, this is way, way above us. And that's true, it is way above us. So the question is, what's the issue? The issue is, but, but we, we have, <coughs> we have an impression of this greatness. So, what's, what is this all about? So what do we need, if it's an impression, so what does it mean? It means like this. Um, you find many times in, 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 in people that they do things way above where they're holding. There are many kind of many many examples. In 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 the great people you find it, and in small people you find it. In normal people you find it less. But you find many times a person has a wonderful Yom Kippur. Or a person, you know, goes, goes on a, gets a cheshek to learn. And he, he, he does something which is, which is way above him. And, he, and then he loses it. It's a flesh, it's a flesh of beauty. You find many times a flesh of beauty in a person's life. A flesh of greatness in a person's life. It could happen to a person sometimes when he's in trouble. Sometimes when he's a moment of happiness, he could have an Ishmael you know, that's not me. He could say a thank you to Hashem, a moment of appreciation. A person could do a mitzvah, looks back and says, was that me? Was that, was that what, am I the one who did this? I could tell you stories and stories and stories. But there are flashes in greatness that a person does, which is a way, way and above where where his normal his normal uh, his place really is. Where did this come from? And that's where it comes from. Because really, deep in our characters, there's much much more than we know. There's much more than we know. The attachment that we have to Torah, the attachment we have to the truth, the attachment we have to Hashem, is much more than we know. And it's important for us to know this. Um, let's say in the tshuva world, you find people who are disattached, unbelievably low, 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 and it's not, they get a flash, and they get back, and it doesn't take. It could take, it could take mamish, a short while, and they come to high madrigas because it was always there, only it was buried. It was always there. 
It's not because if if you'd have to if you'd have to if you'd have to create it, well, you know, you know, it's a long process to create it. It's always there, but the nature of, of a yid. The same thing we're trying to say is that that the, the the real greatness of the Jewish person, which we got on Shavuos, is really within us. In normal life, we don't really we don't usually live it in normal everyday life. But flashes of it come out, and this is what a person is supposed to do. Really, what a person is supposed to do is to try to find find flashes, lightnings of, the, of that greatness, and utilize it and become a great person. Because it's there to, to use. Even though it's hard to use it in everyday life, and if you, if, if you, if you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, maybe in the process of what we're talking, maybe you'll understand it better. Let me tell you some stories just just to try to, to just try to define it. There's a famous story about a great person who was who was sitting who was sitting and and, um, and eating. He was sitting and eating. I'll, I'll tell you the whole story. The Baron Cutler passed away. Many people here don't remember, but uh, but the, the older people remember. I come on, I remember. So. <coughs> It was, a, it was a terrible tragedy because he was mama. She was the the center of American American great uh, Torah learning, and he built like with yeshiva. The, so when he when he when he passed away, it was a it was a trembling moment. And they went down to Israel. This goes back Tavshin uh, Chavbez. This goes back uh, 35 years ago, just about more than 35, 38 years ago. And the 25 boys of the of Lakewood yeshiva. Went along with the funeral terrorist Israel. Went along with the funeral terrorist Israel. Like when she was anybody, a big yeshiva, and they were saying, has paid him every day, they were making chizukim, and the, was, you know, the yeshiva was very, very, you know, we have to, we have to, we have to really, 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 really become great. And he had 25 young fellows, they went to Israel, they went to the funeral, and the next day they're going back. And some people said, look, most of these boys never went to Israel. Wait, wait, you know, wait around a little bit. You know, go, go to Moran, go see the yeshivas. I mean, I, the first time you went to Israel, you go for it, then you run back. You run back. So the Meir Rosh was, was alive then. And they went there and said, Meir Rosh Hashim. Here you have 25 young fellows. They came to Israel the first time in their life with the funeral of, of the Rosh Hashim. And they want to go back to the yeshiva. And some say... Look around a little bit. Look at this. There's a Polavish yeshiva, and there's a Chavani yeshiva, and there's a there's a Maron, and there's a Tzvas, and there's a Tzvary, and there's, you know, you don't run back from Israel Israel after one day. The Kaisal wasn't there yet. There's no Kaisal Rabbi then, but, but uh, it was there, but by the Arabs. So they asked me, Rosh Hashiva. Mir Rosh Hashiva said, I'll tell you a story. He said, there was once a Bach who was sitting and eating, and as he was eating, someone came over and asked him a Shaila. He didn't know. And bothered very much, I don't know. There's some, something in Tyre. In the middle of the evening, before benching, he ran to the Bismuth, he just started learning. He probably benched what he's learning. And he learned Basmod de with diligence by day and by night for seven years. He became a god. You know, he got excited and he went to learn. And he learned for seven years straight. And Abchaim Briska heard the story. And Abchaim Briska said, if he would have waited till after Brecha Samozin, the whole thing would have evaporated. He caught a hot moment. He caught a hot moment. Mishra Shiva said, they're hot, they're excited, let them go back to the yeshiva. They'll go to, they'll go to Tzvahas, that's the end of the, of the excitement. There are hot moments in a person's life. Now these hot moments in a person's life is not creations. It's flashes of what really is the depths of the person, what really exists. Rebchaim, this is your place. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really what, what exists in the person the deep down. It's deep down in the personality of the person. He doesn't know, he doesn't know, he doesn't know it. Now, Shavuos really creates something very deep in us. 
we're not able to, if, we, if we're going to understand what Shavuos really explains, what, what the greatness we get on Shavuos, it's, it's just too much for us. Now, it's not just a theory that I'm telling you, but it's very practical speaking, because Shavuos is Luchas Rishon. The first, the first tablets, we broke the first tablets. We live, we live off Yom Kippur, we Yom Kippur people. Shavuos is the original beauty of the Jew. The original beauty of the Jew. That's Shavuos. Came out of a triumph, counted 49 pure days, the original beauty of the Jew. But, but then the Jew, you know, <laughs> he fell. And then there's the Yom Kippur. That's the Mount Shuvah. That's not the original beauty of the Jew. Now we, today's Jewish people, all of us, we're Yom Kippur Jews. We're not Shavuos Jews. So why do we celebrate Shavuos? And the answer is no. We have within us Shavuos also. And they're lightning, and very practically speaking, lightnings of the Shavuos will come out through the year. If we will have a good Shavuos, based on Hashem, and we'll all have a good Shavuos because we keep the mitzvahs, etc., etc. It doesn't really matter, but, but let's try to, but I'm trying to put, put a little insight into Shavuos. So flashes of Shavuos will come out all through the year. And the great people that we have, the Jewish people, and even the smaller people, the Jewish people, we really, we really nurse from Shavuos. Not only for Yom Kippur. To some extent, our great day is Yom Kippur. Now, if there, would, there wouldn't be Yom Kippur, then the Jewish people would have been destroyed. If there wouldn't be for Shavuos, there wouldn't be a Jewish people. But we're more Yom Kippur Jews than we're Shavuos Jews. But no, not like that. Zmamat and Teresa no Shavuos. That's one, one expression of, of, what I'm, of what I'm trying to bring out. Another expression is sometimes in decisions. Sometimes a person has to make a decision. And a decision is, is, is you, use, you, you know, you sometimes you use absolute clarities. The real truth. And you go back to the real truth that we saw in Harsina originally. I don't, know, I don't know if you exactly know what I'm saying now, but in, in the process later I'll try, I'll try to remind you again. So let us now try to describe what Shavuos is about. So after this introduction, what, I, what I'd like to, the people who are interested in listening here, to try to appreciate what we're talking about more in a, in a philosophical way, or more in a, in a in not so much in a rational lamaisa, because really it's above us. The real truth, it's above us. As I said, we are Kippur Jews, we're not Jewish Jews. But let us try to understand what Kenyan, what greatness are we trying to, what are we going to absorb on this, on, on, on the holiday called Shavuos? Even though you say, you say, well, I, you know, this guy doesn't know who he's talking to. He thinks, he thinks I'm the Chavetz Chaim or something. But that's the issue. That's the issue. We have to absorb, we absorb from Hashem, deep into our personalities, greatness on Shavuos, which as we said again, is the echo of the first Luchais, and through our lives, we'll utilize it. But that's what the issue of Shavuos is. Now, let us try to define very clearly. We, did, we, we spoke last time that Sviris HaOimer is a growth process. And the growth process is very clear in the Torah. It starts off with the Oimer, and it continues till the Shtehalechem. The Oimer is a sacrifice that was made with barley flour. The Shtehalechem which is on the second day of Pesach. The Shtehalechem is with wheat flour, which is on Shavuos. Barley flour is called in the Gemara Ma'achal Behemo, animalistic food. Shtehalechem is called human food, Ma'achal Odom. And the word food, even though we're using it as a sacrifice, but food is something which is extremely important in, in, in a person. A person is what he eats. It's an expression of your essence. When a person eats a lot of chaz, he becomes a chaz. A person eats a lot of, with, with kedusha, he becomes a holy person. Food is something very, very, it's a very, very strong, how should I say it, in, in our, in our matzias. What we eat and how we eat and what brach we make, maybe almost more than anything. Many mitzvahs are in food. We have a mitzvah teeth nisuk, we have a mitzvah teeth matzah. On a Shabbos, food is a very big issue. It's not, it's not a problem. Because I'm hungry, that's not why we eat, because we're hungry. By the time we come to the chon, especially in this country, after the bracha, you're not hungry anyways. But you, we eat because, because food, is, food is a sugi, food is, is the issue. And it's a very, very crucial issue in our personalities. 
So when we talk about Pesach, the beginning, we start off with Michael Behema, and we start off as Behema, as animals. What does it mean an animal? Like a baby who's born. He sees nothing, he knows nothing. And the same thing, a person starts off life, he sees nothing. He look at the world, he sees the sky. He sees trees, he sees houses, he sees people, he sees cars, he sees whatever he sees, but he sees nothing. Because he doesn't see Hashem. He doesn't see reality. The reality that there's HaKadosh Baruch who created everything. And the whole world is a declaration of Hashem. That's all the words. The center of everything is Hashem. As we try to explain the best we can. Now, this, this appreciation, which is called humanness, grows on us 49 days. Because, because, because there's all kinds of madrigas. When, when a baby is, is, when the child is 8 years old, as we explained already, he knows Hashem created the world. When he's 13 years old, then it's more than created the world. Hashem is, runs the world. When he's 20 years old, Hashem is, is and we try to explain it last time the best we can. And we're not going to explain it over again because we already explained it. On the 49th day, is the epitome of the perfect person. The perfect human being. That's the 49th day. Is. Now, this perfect human being is restricted by the laws of nature. Because this human being is within nature. The number that expresses nature is seven. We all know that. Masa voracious is seven. Seven. The world is created in seven days. Now six is also nature, but six is this nature without an ashama. But I'm not talking about nature, how the Goy's nature. I'm talking about a Jew's nature. A Jew's nature with, with Kedusha, with Tyre, with appreciation of Hashem. So you have a Shabbos, which is the center of the six sides. Everyone with me? You have Mizrach, Mairev, Tzof, and Dora, Malamata. You have the whole cube. You have the center, which is the heart. And the, and the number 49, we're a perfect person. And after we finish counting number 49, what we want for ourselves is to walk out the street and see the truth. That there's a Kodesh Bochum, and that's what there is. Alright? Gewaldic. So here I am, and here's a Kodesh Bochum. Here I am, and here's a Kodesh Bochum. Kodesh Bochum is everything, and I'm nothing, but, uh, but you know, but... Uh, <laughs> stomach is a stomach, and a heart is a heart, and eyes are eyes. But I'm restricted by nature. I'm the epitome of the Jew, but I'm restricted by nature. So... I, I could be as Jewish, I, 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 could, be, I could be as human as, as, as I want, and I could be as small as I want. But when I'm hungry, I gotta eat. When I'm thirsty, I gotta drink. You know, I'm a human being. So here I am, the most beautiful human being that ever could be imagined. Human being. Then we come to Shavuos, which is, the, which is day number 50. Now 50, or the number 50 or the number 8, which is exactly the same thing, everyone understands that, because after 7 comes 8, and after 7 times 7 comes 50. And 7 times 7, that's the real 7, which I'm not going to explain at this moment, but that's the truth. 7 times 7, that's the real 7. Just like 3 times 3 is the real 3, 10 times 10 is the real 10. 7 times 7 is the real 7, and then comes 50, which is the 8. It's exactly the same thing. Now, the expression of 50, or the expression of 8, is always an expression of Lamaile Menatev, of above nature. And there's two kinds of people. We talk about Adam. There's two kinds of people in this world. There is the natural Adam and there's the above natural Adam. As we mentioned before, there is the Adam of, 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 what, of restrictions of, of nature. And there's the Adam Rishon, the original Adam. The original didn't have any restrictions of nature. He was in Ghanaian. Now, the real definition of receiving Torah. The real definition of receiving Torah is becoming to attach to Hashem. With such an attachment, with such an attachment, that just like, just like in the, in the example of marriage, which is many times, when a woman becomes married, even in our world, I imagine probably it's going to change within, within a few years in a woman's lives, but still, till this very day, there are still a lot of crazy ladies that, you can, that, that get married, they change their name. If her name was Mrs. Parrott, she'll become Mrs. Friedman. What happened to Miss Parrott? She changes her name. She changes the name, it means that she changes her, her, whole, her whole issue of personality is changes. Until now, she was a woman for herself. And now she's part of a family. And the family is called 
the name of the name of the husband. The same thing when a Jew received Torah, we actually changed our whole the definition of of existence. Our whole definition of existence we changed by receiving Torah. We became part of Hashem, part of His family. I explained this many times that the word Yehudi comes from the word Yehuda, and Yehuda means Dalit Yud K Vav K. The letter Dalit in Kabbalistic writings is always an expression of feminism. I can't explain everything because not not because the people here don't understand, but just not that I have, my cup is better than yours. It's just too much time. So trust me at this moment. Our name is, it's hard to even say these words, is Mrs. Hashem. That's what we are. And that happened to her. We changed the whole definition of our existence. The whole definition of our existence changed on Martin Tur. The whole definition of what, what we're here for and what our, what our definition is and our existence is and our essence is changed on the day of Martin Tur. We became attached to Hashem. We got a kiss from Hashem. And expression of a kiss, you should get him and she kiss. I explained many times, is the very called You breathe into someone else your life. And we share life. Hashem breathed into us His quality, whatever that means. We became what Moshe Rabbeinu was called, Ish Elohim. Completely different type of person. If you want to look for an example of this person, you can look at other mission report the Chet or Moshe Rabbeinu as a person, Ishalukim. As we introduced in the beginning. Now, we made the ego, we lost this greatness. We lost this. If we would have not made the ego, we just would have continued with Shavuos. We would never have Rosh Hashanah for sure. We'd never have a Yom Kippur. We just continue and there would be no death and the world would have came to its ultimate like it's going to be in the future. We fell and we came, we came back to, to, to a different kind of humanity. A different kind of humanness. Wonderful. But as I said, we still have an impression and it's still our minds and we still understand that our real definition, our real definition is a humanist which is absolutely above the restrictions of nature. And we have to find in our life two things. The appreciation that this is the truth. And second of all, flashes of this greatness. And third of all, in moments of decision, to use this greatness. Alright? Let me tell you what I mean in moments of decision. I'm like, so I'm, I'm going to elaborate because we're not going home yet. If everyone, everybody's tired, let him, let him take it up on the place because he's not going out so far. Let, let me bring you an emotion. When a person, let's say, has to make a decision. His son is 18 years old or he himself is 18 years old. He has to make a decision in the future of his life. Should I become a Talmud Chochem or should I become a doctor? Should I become a lawyer? Should my ch- child continue yeshiva? Should my child continue to go to university? Now, what if we go to university? It means he should learn every morning two hours before davening, learn every morning after davening, you know, how do you say, ho- ho- hopeful wishes. But alright, let's say that's, you know, I don't believe it's going to be different, you know, because for sure, you know, my son for sure is going to learn at least seven, seven, eight hours a day. Whatever it is, you have to make a certain decision. So we take in consideration decisions. What's about the future? What's about the, he has to make a panosa. But the Tatshani, you know, today's a dangerous to go to university, you know, we might, uh, uh. there's times of decisions. One of the, one of the, 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 the ingredients of this decision is, let's start from the beginning. What, what is the definition of this creation? What is this? Is this an intelligent animal? or a Jewish animal, or religious animal, or a person within the realms of nature, or really, originally, this is, this is a kiss to Hashem, this is part of Hashem. 
This is, this is an absolute attachment to Hashem. What do you mean? But we made the ego, we lost it. We lost it. Factually, we lost it, but not essentially. Not originally. Not really. Not by real definition. We lost it. In the moment of definition, in the moment of decision, really, we are here to become ultimately, absolutely attached to Hashem. The same thing a person makes his own decisions. He's not 18 years old, he's 50 years old, he's 40 years old. All kinds of decisions in life. So the Shavuos has to flash in front of our eyes. Wait a second, I was up all night. And what does it mean up all night? Up all night means there's no sleep. What do you mean no sleep? Humanity sleeps. No, you don't sleep. You're attached. You live from terror. We'll soon explain the expressions of Shavuos, the hugging the customers of Shavuos. But it's, it's, it's a truth which is the, the real truth and the real definition of creation. We became so pickled with so, you know, we, we, with, with so much vinegar that we, we forgot that, that, that we're a cucumber. We think that we're, that, 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 we're, that we're a pepper. But originally we're a cucumber. Originally this is what we are. We're in high Sinai and we, we were up with Hashem and we kissed Hashem and the Malachamavas just flew away. They saw her flew away and this is the essence of the Jew. So you say, that's history. That's not history, that's Shavuos. Shavuos says it's not history. So this is what I'm trying to explain. Shavuos is to tell us for flashes of greatness, for moments of decision, and for, and for, and for understanding the real, the real definition of what we are. That's what Shavuos is telling us. Shavuos is telling us that really we are human beings completely a different mitzvah. And this is the simple definition of being Jewish. What we, how we look ourselves in the mirror, it's very hard to, be, to, be, to, to talk, talk with such exaggerations. The way we look at ourselves in the mirror, what we see everyday life, that's not being Jewish. It's not being Jewish. That's not what really being Jewish is. Even after the ego, the first thing that my that they were told in the midbar, we, the original people, we ate man, the air, then we came to Israel, we're a far echo of what the original Jew looks like. But we did not lose that beauty. We have that original beauty. We don't lose anything. We're the same people as we were. We're the same people who were in the midbar, the same people who were before the ego, the same people after the ego. We have the same stuff as the Chofetz Chaim, the same stuff as the Shagasariah, the same stuff as the Vomagoyim. We're the same Hashem we have, the same people, the same Am Yisrael. It's just we, we flew aside. And the first word of Shir Hashem, after that famous, famous word, Yishakenim and Yishikas Piyu, Al-Tirunish and don't look at me that I'm that I'm blackened. Shishasvasi Hashem is a suntan. It's a suntan. It's something external. It's not real. The real me is the original me. Alright? Now, this greatness is called, in, in Kabbalistic writings, the Keser, the crown. In all Kabbalistic writings, they express, they explain, that we create and we build the new person of this yearly cycle in 49 days. And we build him with this midas as we explained last time, chesed, gipurit, nefaris, and spheres. And after we finish building him, there's still certain pieces of, of the person, of our personalities that have to be built on shavuos itself. But most important, we get a crown on shavuos. This crown is mentioned in Chazal, the Chazal say when the Jewish people said Nasa Nishma, they got a crown. 600,000 angels came down and gave every one of them a crown. What does it mean a crown? A crown means, a crown means, the epitome of humanness is the, is the top of the head. A crown means something which is, which is disattached from being human, something above. 
The Jewish people said Nasev Anishma. What does Nasev Anishma mean? Nasev Anishma is something which is not normal and not human. A normal human being never says Nasev Anishma. You don't say, I'll do whatever you tell me and then I'll listen to what you tell me. This is just plain bizarre. The Goyim say, you people are, 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 are crazy people. You are low people. You don't sign a check if you don't know the amount. Don't sign a check. Someone says, sign, sign here. What am I signing? Didn't, wasn't that what your daddy told you? Don't sign unless you know what you're signing. And read the small letters. Read the small letters because it wants you to be a lot of trouble. The Jewish people signed a blank check. To sign a blank check, that's not normal. That's crazy. And that's exactly what it was. They picked themselves and said, we're not normal. We're attached to Hashem. We're not human people. We're not natural people. We're something above natural. We, become, we have an attachment to Hashem. And whatever Hashem will dictate to us, that's what we're going to do. And at that moment, they said, Nasev and Ishmael, they got a crown. They got a crown. And that's what means a crown. That they got an expression of, of, of greatness, which is above the, no, the natural people. Above even the most perfect person. That's what Nasev and Ishmael is. And this is the Avodah of Shuas. The Avodah of Shuas is that every Jew, in a, in, a, in a private moment, during the night, the best thing is early in the morning, to face Hashem and to say, Hashem, Nasev and Ishmael. I see there's a big, big Torah. It's way, way deep. It's way, way. I have a long time till I finish this Shas. I hope there's Hashem to live at least two million years. You know, I never died in my life, so I'm, I don't want to die. I'm no interest in dying. After two million years, I'll know the Torah perfectly. Whatever it is, if I learn, if I don't learn it, every word this time I'm going to keep. Whatever it says in the Rambam, whatever it says in the Zoyer, everything that you say, I'm going to keep. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? But, but you know, next Monday morning, you've got to go to work. And things could be different. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do That's not the issue. Nasev Nishma. It's a moment of dedication. Unconditional dedication. That's the... the that's what Shavuos is all about. A moment of unconditional dedication. Now, one of the very strong examples of Shavuos, and this whole issue that I'm talking about, is an issue which I mentioned the last few times we spoke about. I'm going to repeat it again. Because really, it's extremely relevant to Shavuos. What I explained over here, at length, and I'm going to try to explain it again, is that in connection between two people as a marshal and sending connection between us and Hashem but in connection between two people one of the very strong ways of connecting is through giving presence and giving presence is a very very strong expression why? because it connects it comes from you you know you're holding on one side I'm on the other side it's a connection and presence is a very very strong connection and we explained that there's two kinds of presence, basically. There's a present which is called in English a present, and a present which is called in English a gift. A present is usually something which has a rational, practical, practical value. If it's a tape recorder, or if it's a table, or if it's a chair, or it's a set of silverware, it's a tablecloth, it's something which you need, which you're going to use. There's another kind of present, as we explained, which is expressions. In our world, for instance, flowers. Now, flowers has no practical values. You're not going to eat them. And there are people like to decorate their house in flowers. Some people don't enjoy flowers. But that's not the issue. That's not the issue. The issue is it's an expression. These expressions are infinitely deeper than things which are practical. Infinitely deeper. You brought many Michelle into this. That if you, if you, I'll bring you a very simple mushroom. Very simple mushroom. You have two people who are good friends. They get angry at each other. Right? And lo and behold, one guy gets angry and he spits at the other fellow. Now, he didn't spit him in the eye. He didn't even see the spit. You know, sometimes you see the spit, you know, it's a little uncomfortable by nature. The, the, the practical, rational thing that happened over here doesn't mean anything. The implication, the symbol, the expression is so deep it could change your life forever. Alright? 
especially in marriage. Sometimes you say a word, you say, you know, I, I didn't mean it. It'll change life forever. Change life forever. A present in the right time, the right moment can change life forever. Because the expressions in a world of love have such depth. Now, all this is not, is not within the realms of nature. This is something above nature. This is something in, 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 the, in the... It's in the nature. It's, it's within nature also. But, but that's something that, sh that should be, you understand, so rationally so small, should have such a, a infinite implications, such cosmically great implications. Now, when we got a Torah, and this is something which we have to understand, the issue of the Torah is a kesser. The issue of the Torah is not in the parameters of what the things mean. I'll bring you an example that I brought in the show where I died in Israel. I brought an example, I said, I, think, I mentioned this example over here, a, a, a bride with a wedding dress. It's, it's, something, it's something very, very, very deep. And here you have, you have a, 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 the, she, she's going on the way to her wedding. You know, she, my, my daughter got married. I paid $1,000 just to rent the dress. I didn't buy the dress, for sure not. I paid $1,000 to rent the dress for one night. I'm not sorry. $1,000. $1,000 to rent the dress for one night. I mean, I mean you could buy it in, in Woolworth for, 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 for 70 rand. You could buy, you know, a nice respectable dress. But there's something very deep about this dress. And someone takes a, a big pat of mud, you know, and splashes it over the collar. And she starts crying. And someone says, did the, the mud get into your eyes? Are you in pain? It's, it's an expression. It's so deep. It's so deep. There's nothing, there's nothing physical that, 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 that can describe it. It's something very deep. So I brought a marshal. Some, some people say in the morning, there's a peel, there's a beautiful song. I praise to Hashem. You never see that, that period. You know, I thought you people are yekes. The yekes say it very much. I praise Hashem. That, 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 thing that goes deep into the heart. When the morning stars sing, I'm, I'm singing along. And it's a prayer that we say. It's a period. Ashkenazim say it. Sfarim say it. Both. It's, it's universal period. And one of the things it says so beautiful, it says, Yimtso Mikushetas. Talking about the Neshama. The Neshama is decorated. The talus with Tefes. With the talus and filling. Kamekala Mikushetas. Like a kala. Like a bride who's decorated. Now, according to Kabbalistic writings, when you go to shul, you're supposed to be decorated with the, with the talus and filling. You're not supposed to put a talus fill in shul. You're supposed to put a talus fill in the house and go to shul with talus and fill in. To such an extent, it said the Gemara says that you should be the first from the first ten when they come to shul. Rabbi Chaim Vital says my Rebbe didn't used to be from the first ten because to him was more important. Because if he had to, if he'd be from the first ten, he'd come to shul before people used to You could imagine it came pretty early. So he'd have to come before dawn. He couldn't put on talus, so he'd rather put on talus in house and walk to shul with a talus. So where I live. Right next, to, right next door to us is the shul. There's a, there's a whole complex of, of deer. It's in the middle of the shul. And you see, a lot of Abraham, young light, young, young, young fellows, putting on talus and filling, and walking out of the house, they say, brachas, and walk on the way to shul. And on the way to shul, sticking out of the mailbox is a newspaper. So on the way, you pick up the newspaper, you see the news. This is the marshal, mamish, of a kala on the way to her, to her wedding. And a splash of mud. And I explained it so beautifully. I, mean, I could say, I don't want to count myself. If that would be a dirty newspaper, you know, something ugly, that wouldn't be mud. That would be dung. That would be soya. That would be stink. What is mud? Mud is clean. That's what the earth is made out of. That's nature. What is mud? There's nothing dirty about mud. You know, it's just the news. That's what's happening in Red China. Just clean, clean news. But in a moment of purity, in a moment of attachment, in a moment of where there's something above, way above, even the, the simple world, the simple, 
earthen world that we live in destroys everything. Now, every mitzvah in the Torah, when you go to shul when you're wearing your talus and you want, or if you're not wearing your talus, you're thinking different Torah. And you stop the second to hear the news and two us. So, we have a habit of measuring these issues, measuring these issues in natural parameters. You know, so how, how important is it? Middle terror, not middle terror. That's not the issue. That's not the issue. The issue is there's something, there's, there's expressions which, which, which way, way above the, the physical sphere of the issues. And that's the issue of Matan Torah. The issue of Matan Torah is that we left 49 days, we, kept, we built ourselves as humanists. And here, all of a sudden, we get different kinds of mitzvahs. We get a shayfer. What's a shayfer? Look at the Rambam. Shayfer! To wake you up, to do tshuva. Wait a second, that's not what a shayfer is. If that's what a shayfer is. But a shayfer, the kisei hakovet, Hashem's throne trembles. Hashem's throne trembles. Hashem penetrates all the worlds. Hashem penetrates, because I'll say, the moment the shayfer gets, Hashem gets off kisei, he goes in kisei rachmim. So, so if you're trying to scientifically understand, right, how my blowing your shayfer and try to, you know, and try anybody, that is the scientist over here, you understand, the, the vibrations, you know, the power of the vibrations, how it, how, how, how it goes through all the ilam al-Malach. This is like, this is like a speck of dust. We're talking about, you shake every single star, every malach, every sorif, every chayas ha with your shayfer. That's called Kesir. That's called Torah. So for 49 days, we're building a human being. A human being who, who has a sechel, who has a mind. And then all of a sudden, we go, we get something else completely. The 50th day. We have, we, we, all of a sudden, we get things which has no description in anything, any parameters of nature. So that's what a shayfru is. That's what a lulav is. The Gemara says a lulav is, you shake a lulav, you stop slowing rowing Baruch's rights. Now in this country I don't know why you need a lulav. But where I live, a lulav is, is the beginning of the winter. And the winter is a very dangerous time. The winter comes with, with pneumonias and it comes with all kinds of flus. And pneumonia can become a bigger pneumonia and people could die from pneumonia. You know, people die from pneumonia. And the winter brings itself brings all kinds of expressions of it's an expression of dangerous time. So all the dangers in front of us, we take our little look, we shake them away. You see? This side, that side, that side, up and down. Ah! After Sukkis, we say you should have a healthy winter. What happened? Of course, we shook the lulav. Are you normal? No, I'm not normal. I'm Jewish. I'm not normal. I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. That's called a kesser. That's called a crown. Because where normality finishes, there's something above normality. There's Hashem, there's a God. Where do you get your powers from? Because we're attached to Hashem. And that's the truest we've got a certain attachment. That's the expression of the mitzvahs we do the whole Torah. The Torah is not a word of Torah, a bracha. Just like in our world, a thank you. A thank you is not, you know, it's not to, to fill a certain gap. A nice thank you could change your life. And, and if, you get, if you get aggressive call from someone, and you don't say thank you, you just give a frown, or you say thank you under your nose, you know, you could, it can make major, major problems. You make major problems. So that's what Shavuot says. Shavuot says that we enter a world, until now we, we, built, we built our greatness as human beings. And now we built our greatness as part of Hashem. And it's completely different parameters, it's completely different. Now the definition of this Jew, the definition of this Jew is called in the Rambam. And it's something which we have to understand. And again, I said it as an introduction. It's very hard, very hard to, to live this. But we have to know this. By definition, a Jew, the real understanding of a Jew, by definition, there's no such thing as a Jew eating because he's hungry. There's no such thing. 
There's no such thing as drinking because you're thirsty. There's no such thing as going, going on a trip because, because you want to see the scenery. There's no such thing in, 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 in being Jewish. We eat because this is life, and if you eat, you have to learn Torah. And you drink because you have to learn Torah. And sometimes after a long winter or a long summer of sitting and learning, you have to air out a little bit. So you go, you take a trip. But there's, there's one issue. There's one issue. But what we call a human being, a human being, he's hungry, he eats. This is, this is not Jewish. A Jew does not eat because he's hungry. A Jew does not drink because he's thirsty. Uja does not get married because, because he wants to build a family. Because he's a human being, because he has human, he has human energies. That's not why a Jew gets married. A Jew gets married because he's a Torah, because he's mitzvahs, and because everything he does attaches to Hashem. What's not attachment to Hashem, he doesn't do. This is not the greatness of the Jew, this is the definition of being Jewish. And this is called cancer. This means you got a crown. Got a crown means where all humanity f- finishes, that's where he begins. And all issues in humanity, that's not for him. He's not human. He's above human. He has a Torah. And as I said, even though we broke this greatness, and we forget our beauties, and we get up in the morning, and we forget, and we're thirsty, and we drink a glass of tea, but you go get some coffee. And we're hungry and we gnash. But we have to know the definition of what we really are. It's, this, is, this, is, this, is not the, this is not what a original Jew really is. The original Jew itself is a cre- creature which is a- attached to Hashem. Matan Torah was a kiss, as I explained many times, ponim ponim. It's an attachment that we, that we breathe holiness. That's the... That's, the breath of our nostrils, the blood in our veins is Hashem. That's our life. So the question is, Monashach, if we made an eagle, we, we lost our shvuz. So let's go to Yom Kippur. Why do we celebrate shvuz? And the answer is, I explained, no. We have to have fleshes of this, of this. Fleshes. When we do remember, we pick up a piece of bread, stop a second. Make that bracha. Realize that that bracha resounds in all the worlds. Realize that you're not just a plain human being. That the bracha is not just because you're Jewish, you have to keep the Shulchan Aruch. And just like just like, just like, you know, someone doesn't pass a red light, even though there's no cars going, because that's the law. That's the law. That's, no, that's not why I don't smoke on Shabbat. When I stop smoking on Shabbos, it's a kiss to Hashem. It resounds in every single world. It's Neitzach Netzachim. It's absolutely infinite closest to Hashem. We'll be in Ganeden for a hundred trillion trillion years. For trillions of years. And you'll never eat up the, 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 that kiss when you stopped, when you were in the toilet and you didn't tear that, that toilet paper. A moment of closeness. So, even though you, it's, you can't live this 24 hours a day because we're not the Chavot Chaim, we're not the Shadisari, but flashes of that greatness. Stop a second. When you, before you walk into Shul, I'm walking into Hashem's house. What does it mean to visit Hashem? Did you people ever visit a great person? I remember I once visited Zayn Gazim, he should well and happy, should, we have a miracle, he should come back to his, to his house of Shach. I remember I walked into Hashem's house. Everyone would tiptoe, tiptoed in, and there was ten people waiting to go. It was quiet. What is that walking into Hashem's house? Walking into Hashem's house. What does it mean eating a matzah? What does it mean eating a bagel? L'shem Shemayim. With a bracha, brachasamozen. Everything about being Jewish. And the same thing is in Adir. Same thing in Adir. It's not just the issue. You understand? If you make a bracha levatel, it's not just the issue; it's an insult. It's a spit. It's it's a, it's a spit kaviyachol to Hashem. It's not just it's not just you understand. A spit is not just you know uh, the, the, the slime hit your eye. That's not the issue. It's an expression which which 
which resounds forever and ever. That's what Azir is. So the first thing is flashes, flashes of this truth. That on Shavuos we get a keser, we get a crown. What if we get a crown? We're princes. We're not normal human beings. We're not, we're not you, no, normal humanists. We're something else completely. We're princes in Hashem's, <coughs> we're in His best measures. We're in His realms. And that's what happens at Shavuos. But again, everyday life, first of all, as I said, flashes. Second of all, moments of decisions. When you want to plan really ahead, you know, plan ahead. You say, well, you know, you know, life is very, uh, life is very cruel. If you don't fight, you're not going to make it. That's not true. That's not true. Life is something else. Life has a completely different definition. You bring a child into the world, and you, you, you want you, you want to grow up. What does it mean a child? What does it mean life? Life is completely different. There was a shvuz. This child got a kiss from Hashem in a shvuz. And he's, he's in a different, he's, in, he's, in, he's a Jew, he's, a, he's, a, he's in the world of a Jew. Yeah, but we made an ego. And things are very different. We went back to Bezei HaTachalech and we pulled out the rish before the head. No, no. The real definition never changed. The real definition never changed. I mentioned this last year. And I'm, and I'm going to mention it again. And again, let's see, I just talk about, so spoke about it and I can say it again. I have no intention to suggest to anybody at any time what to do, what not to do. All I do is I tell you stories. In the Kabbalistic writings, there's a very special issue of going to the mikveh Shavuot before Lez before dawn. And this mikveh is called in the Kabbalah, Mamshech HaKezer. This gives us the crown. No, I'm not telling you to go to the mikveh, not go to the mikveh, that's not my business. I don't know what the mikveh is over here. But what is the issue of this mikveh? Mikveh all over. The whole issue of mikveh. What does it mean, mikveh? Every single time the Torah tells you to go to the mikveh, it's when you have a contact with death, with Misa. That's the issue of mikveh. For instance, if you touch a dead person, or a dead sheriff, the only thing that, 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 that will find the issue of mikveh is death. That's the issue of mikveh. For men and for women, it's, it's, it's a contact with death. I think you know that by women, a death is, 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 is a small abortion. It's, 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 it's a contact with misa. Mikveh is an expression of water. Water, we're talking about the waters of Ganeda, the, water, the original waters, which water is an expression of life. Expression of life. The original waters, the Pasuk says, way in the beginning of creation, Baruch Elohim Rachetas The Kisei covered attached itself to the first thing was floating over the water. There's an expression of waters of endless, endless depth of, of life. Now, that life, there's something very deep over here. That original life, for us, is death. When you fall to water, you die. As a, as a, I can go down to another thousand Madrigas lower. In our mundane world, it's also the same thing. By, 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 by a guy who says, I'm enjoying life. And the Chazidish used to say these words. He used to say, he called it life. And we call it Kuris. What he calls life, we call Kuris. And that's Mamish. So it's, it's the most beautiful definition. Because what, by him life is by us curse. What I call life, what I call life, you tell to a fire Jew, you know, why don't you go to a yeshiva and enjoy life? She says, you guys are dead. You guys are dead. What's the Shabbos? Shabbos is dead. <laughs> you, can't, you can't drive, you can't go, you can't go on, on a tour, you can't open a television, you can't open a radio, you can't even pick up a phone. You lock up in a jail, and you're a dead duck. And that's the real truth. The real truth is that the true life in the physical world is death. The true death in the physical world is life. You with me? Mikva is an expression of attaching ourselves to true life. How does that work? 
you go into the mikveh, at that moment, you become disattached from the natural world because you can't live. Because if you stay there, then you're finished. Then there's a funeral. Someone's going to say Kaddish. Right? At that moment, you disattach yourself from the world and you say, Hashem, I'm attached to you, to your life. And that moment, you get a purity which washes away what connected you to the physical world was called tour, it's called death. And until now, you were tummy sheriffs, you were tummy mess, she was a tummy nidah, whatever it was, and now she starts, she comes back to life. She becomes reattached to Hashem's life. Shmuel in the morning, but we have to receive the Torah. That's the first, the, the moment, that moment when Hashem gave the Torah, that was the moment of Elisa Shachar. When, when the dawn came, a moment before that, we said, Nasa Vanishma. Nasa Vanishma was this pure, mysterious nefesh. That was the original mikvah. Hashem, all my wants, everything's important by me, everything, I don't care. Whatever you say I'm going to do, a blank check. That's a blank check. Blank check, what do you mean? Maybe Hashem, maybe Hashem will take away your car. Maybe Hashem will take away your, your, your TV set, your computer. Maybe Hashem will take away your children. Maybe Hashem will take away your wife. Maybe Hashem will take away your life. Maybe Hashem will say, Psh, jump. You know what means, Hashem will say, jump. Go up to Empire State Building and jump. What do you mean you wrote it? You, you say to Hashem, Nasir. Absolutely. Hashem, if you, say, if you say I should drop dead, I'll drop dead. This thing's worse than drop dead. Take all my money. Let's try to count, you know. Let's say, guys, worth a million dollars. You know? All my money. John Doe, take it. That's what it means. A blank check. This expression in our world is mixed. It's an expression, again, like every mitzvah, it's a mix, and this is not even a mitzvah, it's a, it's a custom. You know why it's not a mitzvah? I'm saying something very deep. If you don't understand it, you put it, it's not throw it in the garbage. It's so deep, and it's so personal. It couldn't be a mitzvah, because if it's a mitzvah, then, then, then I'm commanded. Then, then. It's so personal. It so has to be so personal. It has to come from us. It's something that we do out of appreciation. It couldn't be a mitzvah. Hashem says, Say Nasa Benishma. Nasa Benishma. Oh, you go back to that Nasa Benishma. But Hashem said to the Jewish people, Are you interested? I asked Aesos. Aesos said, Maxim, he says, I want to know. Of course I'm interested, but I want to, be, you know, I want to know what I'm signing on. I asked Mishmar, I'm asking you, are you interested? The Jewish people said, Nasa Benishma. I'm never interested. Whatever you say, Hashem. Whatever you say. You people, you people looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe Hashem, maybe Hashem said to jump. Hashem said to jump. How many thousands and millions of our brothers jumped into the fire because Hashem said so? Because they said, Nasa Benishma, they got stuck. How many of us jumped into the fire? How many of us slaughtered our children with knives and with swords because, because the going were taken away to the cross? How many oceans of blood and of tears did we pay for this Nasa Benishma? Hashem could have said, drop there, we, we dropped, we, we died. Kilecha rakne kolayon. Hashem said, we deserve your ashvichas damim. And how many people gave away moments of, 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 of. That's not, that's not normal. For a person to give himself, to give away the most, the deepest pleasures of life. We said, nasev anishma. That's the expression of mikveh. Go into the mikveh, Hashem. You see, you see, walking this is. Unless you tell me to pick myself up, I'm not I'm staying here. I'm staying attached to you, Hashem, to your Ratzah. And this is a very strong, this is called the Kabbalah, Mamashach the Keser. And then you get a crown. A crown means that you're not, you're, you're, you're above every definition of being, of, of, of a natural person. And then, we start davening. And during the night, we, 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 grew, we, we put in seeds for what we're going to acquire now. What were the seeds? Some have a minute of tickets, another minute of tickets. Three psukim here, three psukim here, three psukim here, three psukim here. Call a Torah cooler. You say, Hashem, I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested in learning five black bubbles here. I want the whole Torah. I want absolute vacas. And when I learn, it's like, it's like, it's like you're going to buy schir. You know, you're going to buy merchandise. This is what I'm looking for, Hashem. When I learn, 
I want to be so dedicated that I stay up a whole night. No sleep for a person like myself. You know, maybe a little crazy. No, 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 no. That, that's my order. But what's about tomorrow? Tomorrow is tomorrow. But this is what I want. This is my sha'ifa. This is my definition. This is what I really am. And these are expressions that are so deep. Ariya Kodesh says, if you step all that night, he says, you could be promised that during the year you're not going to be harmed and you won't die during that year. Of course, there's no one who could do that because it means you have to learn straight without, without wasting a minute. But it says the, your whole life is depending on that night of shoes. Because that's the night of, of, of the king. That's the night of the connection. And we have to decide that this connection is something which has no connection to nature. What's this expression? The first thing we finished 49 days. We built ourselves up. If you didn't count spirit, then you're in trouble. You didn't count spirit. You understand that there's no one, you know, there's no one, there's no one, there's, you don't have the basic humanness to be able to, to, to quiet as great. But first we count sphere. I don't mean personal. If anybody forgot during the day, that's not the issue. Comes to show him, I don't know. He shouldn't give up. We can get there. Hashem forgives everything. I'm just saying, what's the mitzvah? The first thing is we build ourselves in 49 days. And then we, then, we, then we raise ourselves to being Jewish. And being Jewish is something completely off the ground. And it's something that we have to remember. Our Shavuos, it goes deep into our personalities. Deep in Talon Hashemus, we are not on the level of being human. And what does that mean? It means from now on, the eating is different, the sleeping is different, the whole definition of life is different. You're a completely different person. And again, I'm, I came to the first introduction. Can a person live like that? Can a person live like that? No. A person like us, like us cannot live like that. Why? Because we made an egg and we lost it. So what's this all about? To know that that's the definition of you, of what you really are. To strive for that greatness, to hope for that greatness, and to find flashes that greatness. Every once in a while, give a jump, give a jump, give a jump. Stop for a second. Realize what it means a bracha. Realize what it means Omen Yehi Realize what it means a Shabbos. Realize what it means to be Jewish. And most important, when you talk, look at the over overall of life. Realize what, what your definition really is. Yeah.